And good morning, everyone. Welcome in to a brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly on this Sunday morning, first Sunday in October. My name is Steve Cashel. So happy to be joined by my co-host. He is Dr. Brian Cole, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, one of the team physicians for the Chicago White Sox. He's a sports medicine specialist and one of the renowned orthopedic surgeons around the world from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Our producer is Shane Reardon. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. you got a lot of great information off the website. And as a reminder, podcast segments always available to hear on our Sports Medicine Weekly blog, also through Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. Dr. Cole, how are you on this Sunday morning? Feeling like fall, Steve. Doing great. Okay, yeah, a little chill in the air, obviously, this weekend. It's going to get warmer next week. I'm hoping to get my uh, maybe my final rounds of golf in the next two weeks. Looking forward to it. But, uh, hey, I want to start with this, Dr. Cole. NFL Players Association President J.C. Treader calling for NFL teams to change all field surfaces to natural grass to reduce the risk of injury to players. Currently, 13 NFL stadiums use artificial turf. And, you know, from what I've understood, you know, the natural grass is getting maybe softer. They're, they're trying to neutralize it a little better. But, um, you know, I guess the, the injuries are still there with uh, people and these NFL players, probably more lower body injuries getting hurt on the, on the uh, field turf. It's, um, this is an ongoing dialogue. It's been going on as long as I can remember. When you take into consideration that 85% of ACL injuries are non-contact, which means that they're not hitting another player, but they're associated with direction change. And one of the things that's fascinating about an ACL injury is that it's it's something where there's a disconnect between the brain and the knee. It could be just a millisecond uh, that the brain doesn't uh, lead to contracting the proper muscle groups to pr- prevent injury. And the, the, several things have been targeted, not just things that are specific to the athlete that might put an athlete at risk, for example, just because of their physical conditioning or body habitus. But there's some other things, Steve, that has, have been looked at for years, and that's the nature of shoes, uh, shoe wear, the grip, the spikes, and so forth. And then the, the ongoing battle is this grass versus turf. And it's not, as you alluded to, the grass is changing and so forth. It's not just any grass there could be you know five different types that are contemplated and then it comes to turf where there's several different types and this is big business as you can imagine but the general belief is that turf injuries compared to grass may have a significant increase in injuries that might otherwise be avoided uh, in a setting where grass could be used. So I think it's a worthy discussion. We're always looking for ways to modify you know, injury rates. I think prevention is where it's at. Um, and there, the, the good news is that while you know, J.C. Treader, the, the president uh, is, of the Players Association, is calling for this, he can rely on a body of science that can let you know, very smart uh, um, people who are uh, plugged into this help them make a decision and do it in an evidence-based way because there is a ton of science in this area. And Dr. Cole, what are you seeing with your patients? Have you seen, um, whether it's the youth player, the high school player, the college player, even the NFL player that you've, you've worked on and done surgeries on, um, you know, come in and, and talk about the, maybe have suffered a lower body injury due to a, uh, um, an artificial surface? 
You know, Steve, other than when it's wet and it's a slippery factor that might be unique to one surface versus another, they're usually not coming in blaming the turf or the grass, you know, but I think it speaks to the fact that we can't have tunnel vision. When we look at injury, it's, you know, it's really easy to think very linearly that say that if this, then that, and that's why it happened. The challenge is that that's a very sort of uh, myopic, you know, a nearsighted way to look at it because there's so many factors that lead to injury. And um, but you, but you have to contemplate them all. So as I mentioned, there's athlete specific, uh, there's shoes, there's strength conditioning, uh, there's things that you can't modify, and there's the things you can modify. And I think it's almost like there's you could almost put a relative weight to all these factors to say if this then that. But you got to look at it as an equation that involves all these variables, not just one thing or the other. So I think it's tough for an athlete to generally assign it to say, yep, that was turf, wouldn't have happened, it was on grass. But there is some science here that suggests that. Non-contact injuries uh, in certain types of turf environments can be uh, at a higher incidence uh, compared to those that happen on grass.